Genesis chapter 20. And Abraham has just witnessed God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, this is a mean thing for God to do. Many people around the world have a problem with the biblical description of the account because they can't conceive of a loving God being so mean. Let me just say, sometimes the loving thing to do is also the mean thing to do when a nation or a society is producing so much injustice and violent against the world that the result is a just war against that nation, one nation fighting against another on the basis of uh, threat or worldwide violence or threat of worldwide violence like that becomes just even though it's a mean thing to do and Sodom was on par with the Genesis 6 world. They were unrighteous in their hearts. They did not believe in God. And like in Genesis 6, their selfish ambition and entitlement was leading to violence, non-mercy, uh, an unlovingness. So God takes them out. Well, in response to God taking them out, Abraham leaves the place he has settled and he goes to another place. And he meets a king, Abimelech, and he deceives the king by leading him to believe that Sarah is not his wife. And this king takes Sarah to be his wife. Now that's awkward because Sarah is old, but apparently she's really, really like beautiful for her age. So this king takes Sarah to be his wife and God comes to Abimelech in a dream and says, hey, what are you doing? This woman's married. Not only is she married, but she's married to one of my prophets. And Abimelech goes, I didn't know. Uh, I, I have done this thing with integrity in my heart. And he has this conversation with God in this dream. Like, you know that I had an integrity in my heart. And God says, I know you have. That's why I kept you from sin. Abimelech restores Sarah to her lawful husband Abraham gives them riches and so we see in the story that despite whatever faithlessness there was from Abraham God guards him God is faithful to him God is faithful to keep his covenant promise with Abraham God is faithful to be sure Sarah is restored uh, and and not abused by Abimelech and God is even faithful to Abimelech this non-Hebrew king who desires uh, to, to, to be a man of integrity, um, who believes in God and apparently fears God. Here, uh, God is even sure to guard him from the sin that he could have easily committed with, with Sarah. In this passage of scripture, I learned a few things, but the, the chief thing I see is the faithfulness of God to his people. I'm greatly encouraged by the faithfulness of God to the people he has chosen for himself. Uh, as we see in this passage, it is not good for us to assume that everyone else is not God-fearing. Abraham makes that assumption and goes into sin. Uh, we also should be careful not to react in a bad way uh, when we perceive bad things in the world, or even when we read scripture and see that God does mean things, even if he is just in those things, and they're hard for us to digest, hard for us to swallow, hard for us to see. God does mean things. He does them for good. He is just in doing those things. But in our seasons of faithlessness, when we do react 
to God in a way that isn't fitting for the faith that we have um, in our seasons of faithlessness, of doubt, God remains faithful. He remains faithful to his promise to save his people, to save us. He remains faithful to us to restore us. He remains faithful to us to guard us from, from greater sin than we otherwise would commit. We see these principles in this text of Scripture. And it is a great comfort and encouragement to me to know that I am not even powerful enough to leap from the hand of God if he has me.